The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power in captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives we're consumed by all the what if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun if you're like us then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass or play call each week on alternate routes we'll take a flashpoint in sports break down what actually happened then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused follow alternate routes on the wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts you can listen early and ad free right now by joining wondery plus 81 points in the first half. It was deflating to just see them score like that and, you know, running down the floor, getting easy buckets. That falls on my shoulders, not having us ready to play at the highest level in the biggest game of the year, bottom line. That's just not who we are and who we've been. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross and Joe Ostrowski here with you. And the second game of last night's doubleheader in the NBA playoffs was a bit of a snoozer. The Nuggets are advancing to the Western Conference Finals, knocking off the Suns and Phoenix 125-100. to Nikola Jokic with a triple-double here, 32-10-12 and in just 38 minutes of work. Uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Also had a big outing, uh, again, going to show the depth of the Nuggets. Meanwhile, something, Joe, that you and I have talked about extensively here, for the Suns mm-hmm. to be competitive, they needed Devin Booker and Kevin Durant to combine for like 70 to 80 points, something like that. Well, if you add up what they did last night, uh, let's see, we've got 23 and 12. 35. 35, <laughs> uh, 35 is, uh, given my math degree, less than 70 so that's what happened. 35, four more points than campaign. <laughs> campaign, uh, 31 points and a whole lot of garbage time last night. What was not garbage time? Can we say that the entire second half was garbage time? Because the Denver Nuggets <laughs> poured in 81 points in the first half. That is a, the most we've ever seen from a road team in the playoffs. 
It was unbelievable. We didn't have to stay up late, Ed. I know it's it's uh, earlier in the evening for you, but uh, yeah, we all could have gone to bed earlier, and uh, I certainly did. Uh, Jokic gets the triple-double, and it seemed like it was uh, a little too important. Were they on the plus 120 that was being offered for a Jokic triple-double? Why did he play 37 minutes? I'm like, get him off the court already. Um, yeah, just domination. Uh, we, were, we were on this. We said just play Denver Moneyline. And uh, it wasn't too much of a sweat at all. We did hear from Monty Williams uh, coming into the segment. And when you make a seismic change like this and Durant's added to your roster and everyone kept talking about the lack of depth on the Suns because it was a real thing. I don't know that I can put this on Monty Williams. It's like they don't have any other options. They were put in this position this season where it's got to be all KD an all-booker, and going into the offseason, they need to make a number of changes. And <laughs> Aiton, is he going to be there? Can they beg someone to take him off of their hands? I'm, that was the situation last offseason. We were thinking Aiton was going to go somewhere else. But, um, yeah, now, now what do you do? What do you do moving forward with Chris Paul? A lot of questions there. The, the day of the trade, there was plenty of overreacting, the market was going haywire and uh, a lot of wasted futures tickets. Yeah, no kidding. I, l- let me first say this one thing as far as, you know, the Suns and what they did this season. Trading for mm-hmm. Kevin Durant was the right move. I, I completely believe that what they did was absolutely appropriate and they just weren't going to have depth and that's just the reality of it. And they were put in a bad spot because of Durant's injuries in the second half of the regular season. So they only played eight games together before they had to play actual playoff basketball. But in that series against the Clippers, it didn't seem to bother them that that much. I mean, they were able to, to take care of business rather efficiently. And I know they were helped in terms of the Clippers uh, being without their two superstars. But at the same time, there were some real stretches where you thought, okay, they, they do have a really high ceiling. And they continue to have a really high ceiling. I mean, just because things didn't work out this go-round doesn't mean that they can't going forward. The question, though, is what, do we think, what are we to think of the Suns going forward? The questions involved Chris Paul. What does he have left in the tank? And I think that's probably exacerbated by him missing part of this series. DeAndre Aiden's lack of aggressiveness, that was highly relevant in this particular series. It was a problem against the Clippers, but it became a real problem against the Nuggets. And the lack of depth. Now, some of that can be supplemented, and some of those things can be addressed in this offseason. But I wonder, in terms of quicker fixes, what the real solutions might be. And does that mean that Monty Williams isn't long for Phoenix? I'm not sure. Uh, Certainly, you know, he deserves a role in the NBA. Don't get me wrong. I don't want to bash the guy. Uh, But at the same time, do the Suns feel like they need to go in a different direction because they've sort of put themselves in this corner where they just don't have that many options? Yeah, I mean, well, the Chris Paul money is not fully guaranteed. It's 30.8 and then 30 million for the next couple of seasons. While we agree that they made the right decision with Kevin Durant, when, when you can add a talent, like you just make it, you just make it because you're going to win those moves. You're going to win it in the end. They made the wrong decision with Aiton. That's clear. Mm-hmm. I mean, clear. that was there, and there was. They were hesitant to make that move. Were they not? It certainly seemed like, like they were. In the end, they do. And then 
boy, he is uh, set to just kill their cap. 32, 34, 35 over the next three years. That is, that's brutal. Um, I, I can't put it all on Monty, but hey, maybe the Suns figure there's an upgrade out there. I mean, that's going to, until Nick Nurse gets hired, he's constantly going to come up for uh, certain jobs. And it wouldn't surprise me if you're willing to make the big Kevin Durant move and you see, okay, this first year it didn't work. Um, it was going to be tough to work as far as what we all wanted, getting to a title and all that. But y- you need to reach a certain level. So I wonder if management, if they're willing to uh, strike like that and add Kevin Durant and change so much, uh, I wonder if they think Monty Williams is a coach that's going to win them a title because that's the question they're asking today. That's it. Is he going to win a championship here? Because we cannot waste another KD year. It is easy to go back to the finals campaign and say that the ceiling is high as far as that's concerned. And of course, Monty Williams was the head coach uh, during that season. At the same time, there are other coaches, as you mentioned, Nick Nurse sort of being the, the biggest example of someone who has also been to the finals and won a championship. So is that something that has to be part of your calculus as far as who should be the head coach going forward? Again, there are just not that many moves the Suns can make right now. It's going to be more about development and finding those role players and sort of pushing them up. You know, we talk about this in baseball in terms of uh, putting someone into the bigs uh, a little too early. Uh, will the Suns be forced to do that in terms of having key role players? Maybe they're not quite ready early in the regular season, uh, but maybe with more playing time and working with a couple of superstars, they'll kind of get used to what their roles are supposed to be. And so certainly the ceiling is very high for the Suns going forward, but there are some big questions that they need to address and they need to do it right away. And I would not be surprised if something of significance occurs in the offseason to try and move them forward. You want to be careful... Uh, Meanwhile, looking at the other side of the ledger with the Denver Nuggets, you want to be careful because they're the first team to make the conference finals that you don't overblow those futures odds that they have or analytical models like I'm staring at 538 right now. Uh, Uh They've got uh, the Nuggets (laughs) with a 27% chance of winning the finals, but they still trail the Celtics as far as that's concerned. So I kind of, you know, look at that less with a grain of salt than, say, looking at futures odds where, okay, yes, the Nuggets obviously are the first team to make the conference finals. Duh. Of course they're going to have a better uh, chance to win it all. Uh, but at the same time, it's hard not to be impressed with Denver because they seem to be the most consistent as far as what they did in the regular season, having enough time for the guys to get healthy and gel versus the playoffs where they've been able to, where they've been able to maintain their overall level of quality. Yep. And now they get to uh, relax a little bit. You know, it's funny. I was mm-hmm. thinking as we're having that conversation, because it's so interesting on what Phoenix is going to end up doing. It was like, we're falling into the trap too. Oh, we are we missing the lead that Denver just ho-hum took care of the Suns? And, and now they're just going to sit around and wait and see what happens in the other series of the Western Conference? Um, it's kind of what they talk about. That motivates them. Just how everybody counts them out and nobody's really talking about them as a contender. Meanwhile, they sit here as a second favorite to win the NBA title. The other day they were the favorite, but uh, Boston wins last night and the Celtics are back. Uh, to being your your uh, NBA title favorites. So, I mean, that's going to be fascinating. Now they sit and they've got what? Saturday, Sunday, uh, at least a few days rest, like four days rest. I believe it starts Tuesday, the conference finals. Yeah, I believe that's the case. 
Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. So let, let's yeah. say, you know, minimum four days rest, which definitely can come in handy for them. Meanwhile, would you be surprised? And, you know, we'll, we'll get back into this uh, in greater detail, but would you be surprised mm-hmm. if Warriors-Lakers went to a Game 7? Not at all. Not at all. I wouldn't be either. Yes. Uh, it is Tuesday. It's set for Tuesday. and So it's going to go Tuesday West, Wednesday East. So they'll go back and forth. Yeah. Mm. It, it, that's, that's just the thing is you get additional rest going up against a team that, you know, will be battle tested. Yes. But will also be exhausted uh, and maybe suffering from a little bit of fatigue going into that game one. So to me, yeah. I, I think Denver's in a fantastic position. And, of course, they'll have home court advantage, uh, regardless of if they play the Lakers or the Warriors. Let's get into How, tonight's games. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to – just thinking back, like, where we were. Before these both of these series started, Phoenix was favored to win at the start of the series, which is wild. And uh, Boston <laughs> was minus 500. And now they're getting pushed to the last game. Mm-hmm. And we're talking yeah. about value backing the Sixers in Game Seven. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, the spread's seven and a half, but we're talking about value. We as uh, you know, smart people. That that to me is very interesting. You're right <laughs> about that. Let's talk about uh, tonight's uh, first game uh, in the NBA playoffs: Knicks and Heat, Game Six. Miami five and a half point favorites at home, so they have an opportunity to close things out. The total two hundred eight and a half. Another low total here. Talking about low totals here uh, for the rest of this second round, for the most part. It is interesting, Joe, that while we talk at great length about Jimmy Butler's clutchness, we had Kenny Ducey on the show yesterday who said that the Knicks have a real puncher's chance of winning game six, extending the series to game seven, and then after that, who knows. I saw something that I think backs Kenny's argument, and okay. that is if you look at playoff numbers in clutch time, these playoffs – Points per 100 possessions. Now, you got to take out some of the guys who lost in the first round, so bear that in mind as far as these rankings. But Jalen Brunson has the (laughs) fourth most points per 100 possessions in these playoffs in clutch time. Jimmy Butler is fifth. Josh Hart is sixth. It is entirely possible that the Knicks' depth may be the reason why they push the heat here. But they're not using Josh Hart now. So is that Mm -hmm. going to continue? tonight and if they push it to a game number seven I I will say that um, I'm glad you bring some context to it because I do take anything that Kenny Ducey says about a New York team with a giant grain of salt because I because he is a Knicks fan so and he'll I think he would admit that at times he can be a homer he's always going to think that his teams have a shot here Uh, but the biggest thing to to me in tonight's game is the Heat are favored by five and a half at home is something that we're unsure of, and that's Jimmy Butler's health. Which version of Jimmy Butler are we getting? And he doesn't have that extra rest. In the last game, he did not look great. Uh, Being at home, we know about the importance of role players, and a lot of those role players, even though a couple of them are starters, but they are viewed as more role players because Jimmy's taking over, um, they they played very poorly last game. So is that going to happen again? And I'm talking about Kevin Love, Gabe Vincent, and Kyle Lowry coming off the bench. All of them were very poor games, and that's where I'm looking prop-wise, trying to figure out which other Heat players. Because I'm I'm suspect on anything Jimmy Butler. I don't know that I could I could go with a Butler prop because 
still unsure of what exactly we're going to get tonight. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. And that's just the problem is that if Butler is not 100%, someone else has to step up. And while, you know, Coach Spo has been the best in the NBA as far as being able to put duct tape on key things uh, just mm-hmm. to make sure that, that the offense stays afloat, uh, at the same time, you know, throughout a seven-game series, things kind of wear down, right? Like you kind of run out of bullets in the chamber. You run out of key matchups and smokes and mirrors that smoke and mirrors that you can kind of put out there uh, and fool your opponent. Meanwhile, Coach Tibbs, you're right about Josh Hart that you know we'll probably not see very much of him, uh, if anything, throughout the rest of the series because he has a penchant for playing his guys. Uh, you know, even more so than you normally would see in the playoffs. And so the the Jalen Brunsons, the Julius Randles of the world, I mean, are we going to see 48 minutes from them again? Uh, quite possibly, because this is an elimination game, and that's yeah. his history as a head coach, is to play his stars, uh, you know, for lengthy periods of time. The question is, are they going to wear down? Will they wear down here, or will they wear down in game seven? And if they do, do you trust them being 70 to 80% versus what could be a lot of Miami role players who have had good games here and there. Can you expect them to put it all together uh, in the most crucial of situations? I don't know. Yeah, Duncan Robinson finally hitting his shots in the last game. Mm-hmm. I would lean a heat win, but laying five and a half, that's, that scares me a little bit. We were just talking about the yeah. Suns, how they're big two, how, much, how they have to do everything. Well, it's the big three for the Knicks. They have to do everything. Mm-hmm. They scored 112 last game. 88, 88 points from from Brunson, Randall, and Barrett. That's incredible. That, yeah. but that, can they do it again? That's the thing. But, you know, games slow down. They turned in more Brock fights later in series. We'll find out. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, we go off the board and talk about two teams that nailed schedule release day right here on the BetQL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.